This past week, I got to join some of our kids for religion class, and they were watching a music video. The song, Happy. The artist, Pharrell Williams. The year, ancient history for the children, 2014. If you know the song, uh, you know it was fun. The toe-tapping tune was fun, the lyrics all about happiness were fun, and the video itself, nothing but fun, seeing every person of different sizes, shapes, and colors dancing down the street to the song. The discussion, though, was noteworthily fun. For we had a conversation afterwards about whether the song was about perfect happiness, that which is eternal, that lasts forever, that knows no limits, or imperfect happiness, not a bad thing in and of itself, but something that probably slips through our fingers like sand. Now, some would be quick to dismiss it. It's just too easy. It's too childish. It's just too fun to speak of anything perfect or permanent. It's the stuff of fairy tales. And the true cynics will say that that's all there is, is imperfect happiness. Just get it while you can. But we, we here, we know better. For happiness, happiness is what the Lord desires for all of us. He says in this short gospel from this Good Shepherd Sunday, that he gives eternal life. In other words, perfect happiness. And isn't that what one of the lines of the song speaks of? Happiness is the truth. Yeah. If by truth we remember who said, I am the truth, I am the way and the truth and the life, not only is happiness truth, and is he truly offering us happiness, but he can do so more than any music video can. For, how does the gospel end? The Father and I are one. Not just some celebrity, not just some good teacher or wonder worker, but God from God, light from light, true God from true God. On Friday, in these beautiful late spring days, I joined some of our college students to um, roast up some s'mores. And there were a couple little kids that joined us as well, and the kids stuffing their faces with marshmallows, the young ones and the college students alike, reminded me of that old Stanford marshmallow study. You remember it? You take a series of children, place them in a room, and tell them one at a time that if they wait, they can have a couple marshmallows. But until then, they sit with the one marshmallow on the table in front of them. Unbeknownst to them, the camera is rolling. What do they do? Moms, as we honor you this day, you know it. Even if you have not seen the videos of the study, you know what happens at that point, because you know your children. 
Some of the kids try not to look, but then they look again. And they look away and they look back. They pick it up just to study the marshmallow. They smell the rich bouquet of marshmallowness to see if it's worthy waiting. Some of them lick it just a little bit to see what they're missing. And some just scarf it down right away. The debate can go on, actually, what the study proves or doesn't prove. It goes all the way back to 1972. But what is undebatable is that the Lord himself invites us into a joy much richer than a marshmallow or two marshmallows or a room full of marshmallows, but into heaven itself. It is that joy that David speaks of in our psalm today. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. It's the joy that delighted the Gentiles in the Acts of the Apostles. And sadly, it's a joy that our world seems so desperately missing. This week in particular, it came up around the question of abortion and that leaked report from the Supreme Court that may finally overturn Roe v. Wade. I woke up the last two days hearing the news tell me that there were going to be people targeting Catholic churches in particular, protesting this possible decision. And I've been nervous the past couple days, not really because I expected anything here in our beautiful town of Canton, but but because it speaks so clearly of the division in our society. They're targeting the six Catholic Supreme Court justice, or the six who were raised Catholic, listing where they live to protest outside their homes. And so clear has been the Catholic Church's opposition to abortion for the last 2,000 years. Not, not because not just because it's the taking of innocent life, and not just because of the grief and physical pain so many suffer after abortion, and not just because it's so clearly against the law of God, but, but because we, we the church, we want people to be happy. We want that happiness to be eternal, as Pharaoh says, like, a room without a roof, that it just goes and goes and goes. Despite a world that says, no, don't, don't wait. Take the marshmallow now. There's no one watching. It doesn't really matter. And what's more, you deserve the second one too. If they don't offer it to you, take it by lawsuit or take it by violence. Instead, we come here and worship him the one who is the good shepherd, who lays down his life once forever and offers us eternal happiness. And that is the truth.